0: You're listening to a Brain Stew Fresh Fright Review. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What's up, creeps? Wah! And welcome to a brand new episode of Brain Stew. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We up mm-hmm. we up it's in here.
1: a Fresh Fright review. We're going to be talking about The Cursed, which opens this week on the 18th, a brand new creature feature hitting the big screen. It's been a while since we've talked about one of those and one of those Jeremy that actually
0: is going into theaters Dude, which is awesome rare these days to get some uh, some creatures up on the big screen man we've we've seen a lot of ghosts and a lot of things like that in recent years you know there were some a lot of slashers lot of, you know yeah. good amount of slashers you know a few years back we were getting tons of zombie content but like monster movies was was something we weren't getting a lot of you know we we the two quiet place movies that was you know a breath of fresh air. Uh, So it's for sure. It's anytime we we get a creature feature on the big screen, it's always super exciting. It's one of my favorite subgenres.
1: Yeah, especially something like the curse, which we'll be getting to in a little bit in our review, but something that is a period piece. It's actually not set in modern times. So they definitely went out of their way to try to do an old school classic, almost like the Wolfman esque horror movie, creature feature, monster movie, yeah. if you will. Um, we'll be getting to that in a little bit, but dude, it's, you know, it's been a few weeks it's been since we has been down to record an episode. Since I've been on a podcast stand. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I think the last thing we did, we, uh, for our patrons, we did our top 10 underrated horror movies episode, which was a blast to that do. It was really fun, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and uh, hopefully all of our patrons that got a chance to listen to that checked it out. And if you haven't, and you're a patron, go give, give it a listen. And also, if you're not a patron, for as low as $1 a month, you can sign up and listen to that episode. And, of course, get episodes early, exclusive content. All that good stuff we'll be bringing to you on the Brain Stew front. But before we get to the review, Jeremy, a lot of shit has happened in the past couple weeks. Yeah. Some trailers, a lot of Super Bowl commercials, and shit like that, as always, every year. Um, but before we get to that though, there was a trailer that you wanted to talk about from one of
0: your heroes, man. Dude, it's been 10 years since we got a film from Dario Argento, one of the masters of fucking horror, man. A master, dude. Yes, yes. 100%. I, I love Dario Argento, I, I love his films, you know. People are quick to always think of the last thing that you that you've done, right? So it's like, oh, fucking Dracula, blah blah blah. Yeah, Dracula was not a good film. We get it. It gets shit on a it, lot. It's, it it's, gets it's, shit it's not on a good. A it's lot. not a good film. You know, I, I think he he had a lot of problems during the production of that, and things didn't pan out the way that I think he wanted it to. I mean, Justin, you're you're an artist as well. You know, there's I'm sure there's been times where you have a song in your head, right? And then when you go to to put it together and bring it to life. You're like, you know what? This did not turn out the way that I saw it in my head. And that's when you go, okay, well, that's not a great song. It, it happens to every artist, I feel like. Uh, that was certainly his. But I gotta give it to Argento, man. Like, he knows that it was not a good film. He understands that fans did not like it. And at his age, I think he's like 81. He was like, you know what? I'm not going out with this being my last film. Dude, he... he He's been trying to get a, a movie off the ground for a little while. He had one film that he was trying to make with Iggy Pop uh, called. the I think I heard something yeah, about called, that, yeah. called the Sandman that he was trying to get off the ground. And uh, just it, it just wasn't happening. And he he switched gears and got this movie Dark Glasses off the ground. And I have to tell you, man, watching the trailer, it looks like a true return. To form. First of all, he is the master of the Giallo films. He is. That's true. He is, and I
1: mean, he really is. I mean, I mean th- many people may argue that point, but I mean, in, in most views, he is definitely like, I mean, at least the most successful, I would say in terms of box office and name recognition. For sure. For sure. He has the most
0: classics under his belt, I'd feel yeah, like. Absolutely. And so watching this trailer, man, I was just Blown away, because to me, it looks like this guy went out there with something to prove. You know what I mean? It's like it's like when a professional athlete retires, but then comes out of retirement. Like, they've got something to prove. They've got more left to give, and I feel like that was Argento with this film. Obviously, we haven't seen it yet. Don't know, but it looks fucking fantastic. The gore looks amazing. His daughter, Azia, of course, is is in the film. She's in the trailer. Yep. Um I'm I'm really looking forward to this. You know, but while I was watching it, I was like, you know, what looks different about this compared to previous Argento movies? And it became blatantly evident to me that, obviously, this was shot on digital,
1: right? It's it's uh, 100%. I was just going to say that uh, you can see that clear sheen. <sighs> and that's something that's not... Of Argento. When you think Argento, you can see the film grain packed into the definition of the image. There's just a certain feel, especially all of his work in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just the film grain is so evident, but it's so important for the picture, the colors, everything. I mean, that's another thing I saw in the trailer is that I didn't see any heightened use of color. And he may be like pulling back from that, considering that that's something that he made so popular sure. in the late 70s and is now...
0: Like, heavily utilized all the time. Dude, look at Last Night in Soho. There was there were exactly. so many Argento shots all over that movie with, with the way that for it was sure. lit. 100%. But this, this one, for me, the only thing that made me go, well, that's a little different, is the fact that it is so clear, it is so pristine over the fact that it was shot on digital. But, obviously, shooting on film is very, very fucking expensive. So...
1: Yeah. And at his age, I mean, I could totally understand, you know, in terms of budget as well, why they would just go for digital. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. For me, aside from what I saw, which looked perfectly fine, it felt like Argento. It looked like Argento you know, in terms of a modern movie. The score will be the most important thing to me because the scores in all of his movies are like the pinnacle of giallo films and Italian horror and you just they're so memorable they're some of my favorite parts of any horror movies ever so we'll have to wait and see how that turns out but I mean otherwise it, it looks like a pretty solid movie I know a lot of other people are, are already ready to throw it in the trash but oh, I'm like dude give it an opportunity mother-
0: he's one of the greatest ever motherfuckers you know dude. I, another thing that I'm like super super excited about is Sergio Stivaletti who was, uh, he did the special effects on demons, on phenomena. Dude, he's doing the special effects for Black Glasses. So you already know. That's fantastic. You already know right there. If nothing else, you know, Argento is the master of gory, gory death scenes. So the fact that Stivaletti is back with him means that we're really, really, really going to get some realistic, grotesque fucking... Special effects, man. Because I, I will, I will argue this until my dying breath. Demons has some of the best practical in-camera effects work of any horror film ever made. Oh, no question. I would, no, question. I would put that and the thing neck and neck, man. Rob Bottin and Sergio Stivaletti neck and neck for like the masters of grotesque you know, special effects, practical effects. So the fact that he's back with Argento is really fucking exciting. It means that I think we're in for something that's that's a treat. And another trailer just came out yesterday. Yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. I don't give a fuck yeah. about football. Not one bit. I don't either. <laughs> you know, more power to the people that are into it. It's not my thing. It's never been my thing. The trailer for Jordan Peele's next film, nope has been something that we've discussed heavily that we've been looking forward to and it was it was on our list for most anticipated films of this year. That's right. And dude, I woke up yesterday morning not expecting to see it as soon as I woke up and when I woke up and the trailer was already out, I was fucking ecstatic and I have to tell you that that trailer absolutely did not disappoint whatsoever. I've watched it probably 10, 12 times now. I've, I've gone frame by frame trying to see everything that I can get. And that's how you know. Oh, you do. <laughs> that's how you fucking know. Like, dude, it reminds me of Cloverfield when they kept dropping yeah. those trailers and you're like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? I need to see this. And then, like, they were doing a lot of online content. It was one of the first films that had that really, like, online media promotion. Like viral yeah, like marketing. viral yeah. marketing. Mm-hmm. Dude, this, this film reminds me... Of how I felt with Cloverfield, like I'm so excited for this, and I don't even know what the fuck it is. You kind of get an idea, like okay,
1: aliens, I
0: mean, we, aliens.
1: Yeah, uh, th- th- that much is very evident. Now, I think now, about, yeah. Well, even with the poster, I mean, that was the heavy speculation—the the shape in the sky with, with the kite like you know, the flag yeah. hanging string down. It was like the name, though. How did no one pick up on that prior to the trailer? I saw you post someone and, and everyone else has been saying it as well. Not of planet earth or something like that. Yeah. You know? It's. So I, I, I don't know how no, no one picked up no on one it before. Pick, no but. one picked
0: up on it. Now it's like, Oh, well now that silly ass title means something, which is, which is cool. But I mean, dude, it, uh, it looks, it looks creepy. The movie looks creepy. It, it,
1: it's if, if anything, what the film really needs to do to be successful is make alien movies scary again. It's been a long, long time since we've gotten a movie. I mean, the, A Quiet Place movies, those are aliens, technically. They are. So, and they're scary. But I, I think there's something about the movies we grew up with. This is channeling that feeling, the close encounters, you know, the alien. Dude, I signs. Mean,
0: Fucking Shyamalan Signs, man. Signs was scary, scary, too. as fuck. I mean,
1: until you saw the... I mean, now when you watch it, though, the alien is whatever. But, I mean, it, it, I'm very interested to see where he's going to take this thing. I love the concept of an all-African-American ranch team out in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah.
1: And it happening to them there. That's That's a really interesting concept. So we won't see the normal, traditional, like you know, skyscrapers, you know, getting pummeled into pieces and disintegrated by huge ships. It's going to be, it looks like what's going to be a very small scale, intimate portrayal of aliens and this family in this small town. So that's, that's the most exciting thing to me. And, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of people love to shit on Jordan Peele now because us wasn't the masterpiece that everyone thought it should be. I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I think the third act was a little bit jumbled and had some problems, but he's still there, man. He's still on, on his high horse and he is probably going to deliver a very successful, fantastic movie. And that's, that's the key, man. I just, I, I, we need to put our faith in our new horror directors and he's one of them.
0: So I'm just, I'm excited to see what he's going to do with it. I, uh, I have no, no doubt that this is going to be his new masterpiece. It just, I can feel it in my gut. I, I think this is something that he's going to have knocked out of the park, man. It just, it looks so fucking good. It's definitely, at this point, my most anticipated film this year. Like, I yeah, cannot fucking wait.
1: I mean, aside from the Batman, for sure, it's up there for yeah. me. Uh, but yeah, so it, that that knocked it out of the park for me. I, only one thing, though, I mean, before we move on to our review, I really wish they would have teased. I mean, they had, like, the hand and, like, you see the top of the head and I'm like... I could have gone without that. I understand why they put that in because the GA needs to see something. So I appreciate that they held back as much as they did. I just hope that with, you know, the second trailer and TV spots and such, that they keep that mystery there like signs with signs. You didn't see no. any alien at all until you saw the movie. And I think that'd be a very special thing for audiences to wait until you get to the theater to see it. So, Yeah fantastic yeah. trailer can't wait I mean, to it, see it I mean was it. the same
0: thing with with Cloverfield as well you had to go see the fucking movie to see yeah. the monster you
1: didn't know what the, you didn't know what the monster no. looked like no yeah that was fantastic as well but yep so ladies and gentlemen we're here we're going to be reviewing a brand new movie upon the release of this episode The Cursed formerly titled 8 for Silver thank god they changed that I don't know though man um, fucking
0: The Cursed The Cursed is so <laughs> <laughs> fucking generic sounding.
1: It is. Well, there's another werewolf movie called Cursed, West Craven's Cursed, which there- everyone was talking about a few weeks yeah, ago. Man. Cause the new the new Blu-ray is coming out. And no, we're not getting West Craven's Cut. <sighs> we're never so. gonna see
0: that cut, man. It's gone.
1: But yeah, so this this movie comes out on the 18th. And the story is, in the late 1800s, a once peaceful remote country village is under attack, but by who or what, no one knows. Villagers spread rumors of a cursed land, supernatural forces, and even demonic creatures as the disappearances and killings continue. Pathologist John McBride arrives to investigate the danger, only to discover something much deeper and more sinister than he could have ever imagined. And that's the official
0: story. There you go. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in, and when I saw the trailer for this, I'm gonna be honest with you, I was underwhelmed. <laughs> I was absolutely <laughs> underwhelmed. This was this was yeah. certainly not something that I was like, oh fuck, gotta see that one. And if, if I'm being honest, to me, it reminded me from the trailer of Wolf of Snow Hollow, to where I thought it was gonna be a fake me out werewolf movie, like, because in the trailer you see the kid with the silver teeth, and I was like, dude, is this gonna be a thing where it's like. Somebody's going around like biting people and killing people, and, it, and there'll it, be it, deaths, but it won't be a real. Yeah it'll, yeah, it'll just be a person that has these these animal dentures in. like to where I, I spoiler alert, sorry if you haven't seen Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yeah, no, full spoiler. You know, but <laughs> if you haven't seen Wolf of Snow Hollow, that's that's the deal with that one. It's a fucking great movie. Go watch that one too. But I, I when I watched the trailer, I was like, oh come on, man, because they didn't show any of the creatures in the trailer. It just showed the kid with the fucking silver teeth and some other shit. Which goddamn it, man! I want a, a fucking thing of dentures of
1: silver fangs like that. That shit's sick. Dude. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. It looked it looked rad, but yeah, I was like, oh man, like we're gonna get a fake me out fucking werewolf movie. I want a real werewolf movie. We don't we don't get many of those, and we n- almost dude, never do. And if we do, they're not heavily. I mean, Werewolves Within
1: came out last year, but I mean, slowly but surely, but they're not big movies that are going to the movie bro, theaters. I- Real part. quick,
0: Steven C. Miller, who uh, he's directed so many things. He directed Automaton Transfusion from back in the day. Uh, it was a Dimension Extreme zombie film. Um, he he's he made the uh, Silent Night remake. Um, you know, with the wood chipper and all that shit. So uh, right. I'm Facebook friends with him, and he announced today that he is making a werewolf movie with Frank Grillo. So werewolf movies are back, baby. Had. I sure hope had, so. had to throw that out there because I love me some werewolf movies. So when you when you were like, hey, you know, we have the opportunity to see, you know, a, a critic screening of this, they're sending us a link to watch this movie. Do you want? it? And I was like, you know, okay, sure. <laughs> you know, it wasn't something that I was like, oh
1: hell yeah.
0: Uh, I'm like, dude, the poster has fangs on it, though. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> <and> the poster <laughs> sucked too, man. The trailer was underwhelming, and the poster sucks. It's like, come on, like if if you really want to draw in the horror crowd, like should have been a better trailer and maybe like not a white poster with just a pair of silver fangs Fangs on it. Like it It looked, that was generic, like Photoshop sloppy shit.
1: But yeah, I think I, I mean, I honestly, I, I understand both viewpoints us as horror fans that love monsters. What we really want to see on the poster is something brutal, something scary, something that conveys that this movie is a monster movie. On the other hand, much like how Joe Dante's The Howling was promoted, you know, 40 years ago, it, they they promoted it as almost like a slasher so that, that you wouldn't know that it's a werewolf movie. Because honestly, a lot of general audience moviegoers, like, for example, my kid who's 18, will her and her friends want to go see a werewolf movie? Probably not. Tricked it If they're tricked into going to see something they don't know what it is exactly, they might, they might go in. But I, I agree with you. The, the I mean, the, the trailer was not very good. I was slightly interested in the poster. Yeah, whatever. leaves a lot to be desired. But the one thing that I immediately noticed when the movie started is it follows in line and looks very much like a other neon movies, which is an Alamo Drafthouse brand, and A24. It looks like those movies to me, the aesthetic, the way that the wide shots were utilized. There's a lot of cool stuff in this movie in terms of the visual look it's very artsy at times, but also it really goes for the gusto and gives you that classic monster movie feel and tone. I I kept going back to, you know, thinking of werewolf of London or, uh, you know, the original, the wolf man, it was just like immediately getting those vibes for me. I mean, the movie starts off with this huge war scene, you know, enemy troops are bomber are, are bombing everybody. And this dude gets like, bullets pulled out of them and they find like a silver fang inside of them. A huge ass silver
0: bullet fang thing. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what that, where where are they going
1: with this? And the opening made me feel like we were going to see another warlord. Did you see that movie that came out a few years ago? That zombie movie warlord. It was fantastic. Is it overlord? Okay. okay, okay. Yeah, that's
0: what it was. Well, you know, what's funny (laughs) is that, you know, Jesus, and I'm sober (laughs) as fuck too. Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn were an overboard, and then their son was an overlord. I was like, man, That's I was right, like, there's yeah. like, is that like the multiverse, <laughs>
1: like in that form? He, he was he was one of the best things about it. That was the movie where I was like, he could play an, a young. Dude, he snake, looks he,
0: even though he won't he won't. He do looks it exactly yeah. like his dad at that age. But uh, but yeah, no, I love I loved Overlord, and you know I've been watching 1883, which is the uh, Yellowstone prequel. So like. My head's already right there for dealing with, like, timepieces of that era. So it didn't take long for me to, like, adapt to the visual aesthetic of that because it reminded me of exactly how 1883 looks. Um, so watching it, I still—I I wasn't sure if I was watching a fake-me-out werewolf movie, which I would have been bummed about, or if I was watching a real werewolf movie. And, uh, I mean, dude, I, speaking of, of Yellowstone is— uh, Kelly Riley that she plays the mom. She plays Isabel Laurent. Uh she's in this she's in this movie, which was cool to see her in something different because she's in Yellowstone and she's amazing in that. And she was amazing in this because she's a great actress. Uh that was super fun. And seeing Boyd Holbrook, man, he's 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 been really fun to watch in this stuff that he's been coming out with. You know, um he was in uh what was the last Predator movie that he was in? He was in the Predator. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The Predator. I couldn't remember. I was like, what's the title of the one that he was in? I, I
1: Well, yeah, it's because there's Predator. There's Predators. There's the Predator. No, I, I I totally forgot. I was sitting there going like, what do I know this dude from? It's yeah. been a long time. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he was like the main. Our, uh, uh, he was the, the attempt at our new main hero from that movie. And I liked him in that. And I like him here as John McBride, who's uh, this pathologist with this dark past of losing his 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 child and his wife to
0: a vicious beast yeah um so i mean once once the shit starts hitting the van i knew that i was in for a treat no matter what even if it was a fake me out werewolf movie when there was the scene where essentially like these the settlement people go to these gypsies who own the land and they're like you gotta leave and the gypsies are like this is our land and the settlement people are like nah fuck that it's our land, and if you don't leave, we're gonna kill you, and they're like, we're not leaving, and there's this, you were, you were talking about the wide shots, there was this devastating and horrific, oh, and so scene. sad, Holy dude, shit. like, oh these fucking God. gypsy people, it's a wide shot, they're just getting murked out, just like, bam, 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 just getting killed, one by one by one, they're running away, they're, they're fleeing in the woods, and they're being chased down, it was such a sad, sad scene, and, and it really, it made you want... For the gypsies to be avenged right like they got murdered in such horrific ways Dude, they buried this woman alive after chopping off her her son's arms and like did you hear that line though did you hear that line where they're like there's no worth
1: in it only death in which she replied she literally said you don't know
0: what death is.
1: (laughs) I was like, oh shit! She's channeling Doctor Loomis on this
0: motherfucker. <laughs> that, I, I, I'd like to think that that was like a happy, uh, nice little homage.
1: I, 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 I have to assume that it yeah. was,
0: or else I'll be unhappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. So, like, dude, there's a guy, and it, dude, that was brutal as fuck. The effects, the practical effects of that scene where the dude, one of the gypsy Chopping guys, his hands got, off. got his fucking like his lower arms like chopped off, yeah. and they like they're shoving hay. Like, down his shirt, and they put a- Dude, they turned him into a human corpse scarecrow. It was fucking awesome. It, it was awesome, and, and and that made for, like, uh, he- So, we'll, we'll, we'll move on from there. So, like, all of a sudden, the settlement, people were like, well, fuck yeah, we own the land now. Well, this woman had these silver fangs made, like dentures. And from what we can gather, what we're told is that it's supposed to be the same silver that Judas was given. Um- To betray Jesus. And so she puts a curse on the people um, that are (laughs) murdering her entire, you know, gypsy clan. And she gets buried in the dirt under her son who's been made a human scarecrow. scarecrow. And she gets buried with the teeth. Well, dude, some straight up Nightmare on Elm Street shit happens where all the kids start having nightmares about the scarecrow and nightmares about the fangs that are buried in the dirt. So they all after school are like... We're gonna go out there, so they they go out there and and they dig up these fucking silver, bang denture things, and one of the kids, his name's Timmy, instant. It's almost like he's like he becomes animalistic once he touches it, and it takes him over, and he puts him in his mouth, and he goes over uh to the son, um, uh his, his the character's name is Edward. Uh, who's played by Max McIntosh, and he uh, he goes over to Edward and he bites Edward in the neck and, like, rips his fucking throat out. And all the other kids, they take off running. And, you know, all of a sudden, Edward gets taken home, and the doctor comes, and they're like, look, it looks like he was attacked by an animal, but he should be okay. And they leave. In the middle, <laughs> middle of the night, the kid just walks out. Walks out. I'm out of here. Walks out. So then they're like, the parents, they can't find him. So there's like a search party where everybody's looking for him. They can't find him. All the kids had made a pact that they weren't going to talk about the fact that they went out to that field. So they're like, where were you guys? And they're not saying, hey, we went out to the field. So they're looking they're looking for him when other people start getting mutilated, like absolutely yes, des- destroyed. Off. So then they're like, all right, well— there's some type of animal that's out there. And that's, that's when Boyd Holbrook's character, uh, John McBride comes, comes into the scene and he's a pathologist. So they're like, okay, like tell us what's going on. And essentially he's the first one to kind of clue them in. Like there, there's a beast that's out there and it's not going to stop. And we need silver. And like the reason that he knows about it is like you mentioned earlier is his wife and his daughter, were killed yeah. by a similar beast so it looks like this is something that like th- maybe the gypsies have control over putting these spells creating these werewolves like otherwise I don't know like how else you know other werewolf attacks have happened it has to be you know just like the title it's a curse that if, if done properly can wield werewolves I guess like these weird water werewolves can we talk about that
1: Yeah, no, that was something that was very interesting. I was like, um, what are we doing here? But, um, I I think what we need to talk about probably and get it right out of the way here because we are doing a horror podcast and most people listening will, they're already waiting to hear if they haven't seen the movie, how does it look? How do they look? How's the design? Is it practical? Is it CGI? And we'd only texted a little bit about this movie. We didn't really let each other know how we really felt that much. You posted about it on social media a little bit, but I, I, I mean, go ahead out with it.
0: Cause I think we're on the same oh, dude! Page. As soon as I got done watching this, you Brady and I started texting and you know, when we talk about these things, like we don't talk about them, actually we go, Hey, we'll save it for the show. And the first thing that I said was I loved this movie. However, there was one major flaw that I feel like all of us are going to agree about. And absolutely, it was the look of the werewolf because with all of the money that was was put into this production, with all of the things that they got right, these film studios do not understand one of two things. Either you need, if, if you are going to give us horror fans, which are the people that you're creating a product for and trying to appeal to, If you're going to give us a CGI creature, it has to be the best goddamn CGI ever that that we go, okay, well, that fucking makes sense because this werewolf wasn't like the werewolf from Bad Moon. It wasn't like the werewolf in Dog Soldiers. It wasn't a, a werewolf that stood up you know, on two feet like a man. On two, yeah, it's not a biped. Yeah, yeah. this one yeah. is aquatic. Yes, I, I, don't know what the fuck any of that means. That's cool. That, that's cool that you.
1: <laughs> it means they. <laughs> it means it means it walks. There you on, go. On four I'm, feet.
0: Fuck, man. I'm learning. <laughs> this this podcast is actually a a learning. Oh, oh we're, we're teaching you. are teaching me something, right? So we're teaching you big big man I, words. I get that they wanted the animal to look more animal than anything, and and they were maybe thinking that like, okay, well. If we get a guy in a suit, it's we're not going to be able to achieve what we're looking for. But the CGI is not good. It's not horrible, but it's not it's, it's not, not good. The, yeah, it's not the
1: worst I've no. ever seen. And and I, I I have to give them some kind of props, while also being upset that they deviated so much from a classic werewolf I mean the thing glistens with this light white grayish texture to it there's no hair see through its skin there's no hair on it it doesn't have like the long traditional wolf ears it looks kind of like a wolf alien weird mutated beast thing I don't even know how it was it was
0: like if a werewolf fucked one of the monsters from the descent (laughs) like that's what this
1: oh my god that's perfect there there it is. It's literally that. I didn't even yeah. think of that. And those but those but those monsters are fucking amazing cuz they're practical. all
0: practical dudes in suits. The the design of this werewolf is cool, but the fact that it's it's, it's interesting, but it, the fact that it's CGI, it's like, okay, that looks like a video game character. You immediately rather than me being engaged in like, "Oh shit, that is really gnarly and that looks really good and most of all, that looks really scary." It's I'm not afraid of that because some asshole some real. asshole sitting on a fucking on a macbook fucking did every <laughs> single frame and i know it so like i'm not afraid of it anymore had you put a guy in a fucking really well done prosthetics suit right and even just done if you want to do a little cgi touch up i'm cool with that but perfect there but it is but to give us a fully cgi creature it just it bummed me out, but it didn't ruin the experience for me because the story I felt like was so strong, the acting was so strong, um, and we got something most importantly, really fucking original. This was a really, really original film, and and a new take on not only the werewolf mythology, but a new take for the werewolf genre in general. Like I thought it was, for it sure. Was, it was it was really well made, and you can tell that the people who made this, they were they 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 branched out and they were trying to give us something that we hadn't gotten before.
1: Right. And they weren't cutting any corners, I don't think. I mean, aside from the design and the CGI, the one thing I wanted to bring up with that subject was leading up to that moment where you first see it, the movie builds the creature fantastically. There's this awesome suspense and build up and you're really like looking around the you know every single corner and every tree like, where is this thing? Where is it going to attack next? What's it going to look like? I I really do wish I agree with you that they did something a little more special in terms of that, because the rest of the movie around it uh, really sets it up to be perfect. And I mean, even later on, this is a scene I think that all horror fans need to see this movie for. I mean, dude, there is a practical autopsy scene that is some of the coolest practical monster effects I've seen in a movie in a long time. Fucking nightmare fuel. Disgusting. But for us, it's like it's it's like us being kids in a candy store, and you see a full scale practical werewolf. It like it's, yeah. it, it's a it's the werewolf. I mean, you see it what it looks like. I'm like, well, you did it there. Yeah. But I I also I understand that you know you're you're making a movie in 2022, and that the majority of audience members are going to go in. And what they're expecting to see is a CGI animal or beast or monster or what have you. So there's always that double-edged sword. How much can they do practical? I mean, because I did see a couple of shots where there was like a practical claw here and there. like, But just really,
0: really brief, quick cuts uh, yeah. as far as I could Yeah, tell. I mean, it's like the movie Lamb that came out. I think it was last year, I think, maybe. Um, yep. Dude. A24. Okay. They could have easily given us, because like in that movie it was a half little girl, half lamb, they could have easily just been like, CGI this motherfucker. Like, I don't want to deal with it. Instead, dude, they used puppetry. Uh I mean, they used all different types of things to give us what looked like a real half human half goat. Or half lamb, sorry. <laughs> um like to where it's like that, that thing's a fucking dude, goat. That's a damn goat goat lamb. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> meh <"Meow." "Meow." laughs> But yeah, dude, like they th- you know, they they obviously didn't have the biggest budget in the world and they were like, "No, we're going to we're going to do, you know, stop motion. We're going to do puppetry, and we will do CGI touch-ups here and there, and it looked beautiful to where I feel like if they would have done the same thing, mix a little bit of everything to give us something unique, that is my biggest gripe of this movie. I don't have many other gripes outside of that. I mean, Let's talk about the fact that, like I said earlier, fucking water werewolf, right? So it's like after these, these people, they get, they get first, you know, it starts off with getting bitten by the silver, and then it becomes, all right, now there's a werewolf that's, like, picking off people. Then all of a sudden there's two werewolves because it was another person in town that gets bitten and also turns into a werewolf. But the second person, it shows what happens. They They go out to this, like, little creek, and they have all these, like, weird tentacle things that are coming out of them. That's a very another interesting uh,
1: dynamic that you see in terms of visuals, is the way that they, they start to turn after they get bit. You, it is. It's like weird, look, look, almost look like pieces of weathered bark getting wrapped. Yeah, around them yeah. It's like super, super
0: weird. So then, like they go out to this creek and they go into the water, and then like all of a sudden, like they get encased, and I guess like, like they they literally go into the inside of a werewolf. And like there, it's almost like think of the aliens from Independence Day, right? So like remember the alien was like inside of that exoskeleton. He, he, he's in a battle. Seat. Yeah, that, that thing's just a battle. And seat that's exactly basically. it's just a That's shell. exactly what the werewolf is. Is like the person is. It's not like the person transforms into the werewolf. The person like is inside of the werewolf. Like the werewolf is now controlling them, but they're on the inside. Like like yeah, the that's host.
1: The, Yeah, one of my favorite things about that practical autopsy scene I was talking about is you see an actual girl coming out of the carcass, out of this corpse of this werewolf. It's literally one of the most beautiful haunting images I've seen in a new horror movie. And I can't even honestly, I'm trying to think of the last movie I saw, and I'm just at a loss for words for trying to find one. It was just an amazing practical image of the human Coming out of the werewolf carcass, it was fucking.
0: And, and what's cool about that scene is that so John McBride, uh, played by Boyd Holbrook, he's seen this before. He's hunted down these creatures before, so he knows more than everyone else in the town. So there's like a townsperson that has a gun. On like once they cut open the werewolf and the girl pops out and she's like,
1: <laughs> like she. That's exactly how yeah. She talking. she <laughs> she looks
0: all fucking demonic and. And she's, like, she still has those weird tentacle things that are kind of, like, floating around her. And uh, Boyd Holbrook is, like, shoot her in the head. And the person's, like, I know her. I've known her since she was a baby. And he's, like, that's... What an intense like, He was, like, he was wow. like, that's not her anymore. Like, she's been taken over by a demon. You have to kill her. Shoot her in the head. And then, like, of course, once she goes to, like, lunch for him, he finally shoots her or whatever else like that. And, like, dude, that whole scene was just... Superb. I mean just so I mean this is a slow burn horror film which is as I've gotten older come to find out it's like my fucking favorite, right? Yeah.
1: Sounds like that's your favorite is, shit ever. It is, dude. Bro. It
0: is. Like because I just I I love how the dread just mounts and it mounts and it gets bigger and it gets bigger and then like, you know, you're hoping for that payoff when you're watching a film like that. If you don't have that payoff, it's like motherfucker, like that could have been great. Um this this film certainly had that payoff, you know, you've got a a mother and a father that their son is missing and then they get told, like, hey, he's a creature now. And the mom... Your son's a fucking Yeah, the mom, like, still just wants to, like, bring my son back, bring bring my son back. And there's just so much story going along with it. It's not just a, a quickly thrown together script with the werewolf that you're like, okay, like, here's your typical horror movie stereotypes. Like, this is a real drama it's a real period piece it's got all of these great things and then all of a sudden you throw the fact that they're being plagued by a werewolf curse in this town it's just for me it's it's the perfect recipe for what i want in in horror films man it's it's a great story um great locations great cinematography great costumes they did the period piece perfectly, perfectly I felt. dude absolutely perfect so for me it was just outside of the fact that the fucking werewolf is CGI everything else was done masterfully and I was not let down man I I the movie ended and I was pumped I immediately started like you know if I really like a movie typically the first thing that I'll do is I'll get on my phone and I'm like what information can I read about this film I need to know everything about this film and then I just start deep diving trying to find out facts you know like I saw that it was initially called eight for silver and and some other key things um but dude, I I really 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 enjoyed this movie.
1: That's that's fantastic to hear. I mean, for me, I, I approached it like I do anything else, but I found myself finding that while the movie does follow similar tropes to old school classic monster movies, it did have something extremely fresh, and it had something that we don't normally see. And I really like period pieces. I've always been that guy that likes that, and to have them take it out of modern times and go back to when I, what I think of, you know, like the wolf man, you you I mean, obviously that's the 1900s, but you're thinking of, you know, horse drawn wagons and, and guys on horses in the woods and fog everywhere. And that's an element of werewolf movies we haven't seen in a long, long time. And when you do it with such precision, you get really good actors, you know, really good thespians at the center, a, a solid story, decent dialogue, And you have fantastic suspense and buildup. You you got a a solid werewolf movie. And I I honestly, aside from what you said already, I mean, but I mean, dude, honestly, we're we're so used to CGI monsters that at this point, I honestly was not expecting a full size practical werewolf anyways. I was just happy that it was an actual monster and not some weird curse thing that was just like you said, some fucking 12 year old kid running around with the silver fangs in his mouth, biting. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I I. I went into this expecting <laughs> not to like it, so right, like I, right. I was pleasantly surprised that I really liked it. Like I did.
1: Yeah, and I'm hoping I'm hoping the trailer and the poster don't put people off. I do see some people, um, chiming in saying they really do want to see this movie, and luckily it is getting a wide release. Um, as of today, I checked the listings locally here in the Northern Virginia D.C. area. And a lot of theaters are going to be getting this movie. I, so definitely- I, I'm due
0: for a date night with my wife. So I, f- I feel like I'm going to try to persuade her to go see this in a theater. Because I, I do want to see it again because, dude, it's a fucking- I'd love to see it in a, a theater. I'm trying to think of the last werewolf movie that I saw in theaters. Like, dude, what is the last werewolf movie you saw in theaters? Like, like newer ones. Well, I just- yeah, screened, no, no, not screenings. Not screenings. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, gonna say I, sc- I screened The Halloween last month No, no, like no, 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 not screenings. New film. But-
1: No, I mean, I honestly can't even think uh, of of a new werewolf movie because I don't think I didn't see Werewolves Within and that did not play here, and Wolf of Snow Hollow did not play here either. I had to watch a screener of that as well, so I haven't
0: an actual werewolf movie on the big screen, a new one. You can't even tell me. Is I think the last werewolf movie I saw in theaters was Cursed, which is is funny considering this movie is called The Cursed. That
1: is insane, but also do they they don't believable. make werewolf
0: movies that get theatrical releases, man. It just doesn't happen.
1: I, honestly, the, the, the last thing I can think of is probably one of the underworld movies, which has. Yeah, But around. like I, I consider the, those like action, but I, I feel you. I feel you're you right. I know I, I agree with you, but I'm just saying it ha- it had a werewolf in it. But other than that, I can't I really can't put my finger on it. But I mean, that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, with this movie, if you are a fan of old school monster movies and werewolves, I know we spoiled the entire movie for you, but that's what we do on this show for the most part. Unless it says spoiler free, we're telling you everything. But we got to get it all out, man. We got to talk about it. So definitely go see the movie in theaters. You won't be disappointed. I think overall for what you want, you know, is, is the meat there to chew on? It sure as fuck is, and it's bloody as hell.
0: I mean, the, the fact that the film studio feels so strongly about it, they're like, nah, we're, we're doing a wide theatrical release in theaters only. Like, that's ballsy. That That's really ballsy. And, like, I wish that they were promoting it more because I'm really not seeing a lot of ad- advertisement for it. So not at all, really. I haven't even seen a poster up in any of the theaters at all. No. So it. it's like it, it's concerning and it's like, OK, well, did you just fuck yourselves by by d- giving a wide release like this in theaters only? Like, would it have been more of a safe bet to go the streaming or VOD route? They would have definitely
1: made more money had they done that. But we'll we'll have to wait and see, because like I said, this movie has no stars. The poster sucks. The trailer was lackluster. And no one's, you know, running out and fucking rushing to go to the theater to see a werewolf movie right now. But I mean, I think if word catches on, word of mouth, if you will, I think I, would, I hope that happens. And I hope this review may sway some people that were undecided on it to go check it out. Um, like I said, I overall had a really good time with it and I would watch it again. And I think that's the key. Would you watch a movie again? I, if it's yes, yeah. then... And not, and, not, and not just to hate on it more or not just because you hated it the first time and you're like, oh, I just need to give it another shot. You're like, no, I really actually enjoyed that and I'd, I'd like to yeah, see it again, like that, you said. That's what so, I'm doing, man. Um, so th- there it is, Jeremy. Is it a trash
0: it or treasured? I think I know what you're going to say. But treasure, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to treasure this one. Uh, thoroughly enjoyable, uh, wildly original, and just well done, man. Uh, and like I, I just said, I... I can't wait to go see it again. I'm going to convince my wife to go cuz I'd I'd like to see this CGI werewolf on the big screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got to go see Honey, you want all I want is to see a CGI werewolf. I got to see screen. that
0: water werewolf, man.
1: That water thing. Um <laughs> yeah, for me it's it's going to be a treasure It as well. Um it follows a lot of the same tropes that I've seen in other monster movies, but it does it extremely well with a nice fresh original take on it. And again, great practical gore. I mean, aside yeah. from having the CGI monster, when you see hands or legs getting shot or or chopped off or ripped off or have you um it, it's it's done beautifully. The blood splatters in spades. And uh that one practical autopsy scene was so was amazing awesome. to me. It literally brought me back to teen's the thing yeah. work and and you just even though it's not quite on that level, you just don't see horror movies do it with such precision and such beauty the way this was done it was obviously an homage and and i give them a lot of props and appreciation for that alone so yeah there it is ladies and gentlemen the cursed like i said getting a wide release check on your local listings fandango to see if it's in your area go give it a view but hey Thanks for listening to this go episode. get this it! Fresh, fret review. If you like what you're hearing, if you like the show, hey, Jeremy, tell them what they can do. You can,
0: uh... <laughs> I don't know why I always go to this voice every time you ask me. You can, uh... Hey, yeah, uh, 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 you can, uh, leave us, uh, the review on the spot. <laughs> spot your flies. Spot, sp- sp- spitify, uh, iTunes, uh, Pornhubs. You know, you can spread... Th- honest- yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, we're honestly, just, yeah. uh... You know, just spread the word. You know, tell your grandmas. You know, tell uh, the lady that drives the bus down the street. Just say, "Hey, check out the brain stews. Five stars. The show's five stars."
1: One hundred percent. We we really appreciate that. We love. I hearing- hope you know that
0: anytime you ask me to do that, like <laughs> I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be able to do a serious one. I'm just letting you know.
1: I I I mean, honestly, that's that's what I expect right, from you. Right. That's that's what our audience expects from you. I don't want you. Who who would ever want you to be serious? Be like, Fuck out yeah, of here! You can go on
0: iTunes and uh, Spotify. Listen, you can head over to iTunes right now
1: or Spotify, and please leave us a glowing five star hey, review. When you go to uh,
0: Five Guys uh, the Burger Joint, just go in the bathroom, <laughs> grab your girlfriend's lipstick, write brain stew on the stall, pinch one off that if you got to a... pinch one off. You know, you gotta really rad. gotta get them Cajun fries. You know, ooh,
1: those Cajun fries are delicious but they always make me shit yeah, so fucking yeah. bad enough of that though but thank you again ladies and gentlemen for listening to this week's episode of brain stew
0: brain.
1: <laughs> perfect <laughs> good dude Done. quick one too man stop